Good morning, or it's actually afternoon. Um, I think we woke up at, we really slept in today. It was um, a tough night in um, Babyland. She's getting fussier. Um, I think those first two weeks, it was all pretty idyllic um and we're start it's starting to <laughs> reveal itself as um you know fucking hard it's it's tough as everyone always tells you but um i guess we now i feel like now we're starting to see it more than them before and it's really that that the baby is just so fussy and she just will just keep crying and fussing and you try all the things that you know how to try but she keeps going and it does something to you it it makes you um it it defeats you and um and I, I think it's hard to admit that um, the, the it, it's been, I kind of had to cross this threshold yesterday where it was like, it's like I want to act, I need to find a way to actively, f um, f uh, not complain, but to actively express the the difficulties that we're facing instead of just th thinking of only the miracle of of life which i think is contrary to a lot of what i've talked about before my my outlook but i think to stay kind of mentally sound i have to find a way to be like this fucking sucks <laughs> we don't we're we can sleep. We do. We we are getting, I think, more sleep than a lot of people, but only in two to three hour intervals, which we're. I feel like I'm getting more used to. So that's great. But when every night you're sleeping, when you're you're woken up every two to three hours, it's just, it, it's uh, it's different. And and uh, I feel like I'm I'm always so hesitant to say that it's that it sucks or that it's hard or that you know or to complain about it. But I gotta find a way to complain about it and not just you know pretend like it's all um, sunshine and and beauty. Um, The last couple weeks, um, I mean, two weeks ago on the show, she was born. We did an episode together where I really just read the posts and held her um, as a, I think she was two or three days old at that point. And that was a really interesting kind of feeling of like connecting these worlds of like my um, need to write uh, these poems and then kind of doing the Venn diagram of that and then and the baby and being like trying to explain to her who I am in this way that obviously she can't comprehend in any way shape or form but it was a, it was a really unique feeling for me to to connect those worlds um and then uh and then the next week, I tried to just do like a normal episode, but um, it just felt like this is, it was fine, but I'm like, that's from the past. Like this, in this post-baby world, it's just not the same. So I guess I made some changes um, this week. One of them being, I printed off the poems. Did I already say that? Maybe I said that, but I printed them off in this little booklet here, and um, I'm going to read them 
of paper um, among some other technical things um, those on video will see a different I changed just change things up a little bit um, more for my sake I don't think it's a big issue from the outside I wrote yesterday when I was just kind of we were living our lives and I wrote down two random I just my head was kind of you know uh, pressure cooking a bit and I wrote down two little notes on this post-it and stuck it on this book because I was like I I want to get into that but I don't have time right now um, and the, the two things I wrote down one I wrote a good parent it's kind of like a you know nonsensical note but but the I think I just wanted to to think about like when we think of our own parents we talk to people about their parents how they were brought up and there's like the things that the parents you feel like you're they did right and the things that that you were critical of um and to find myself now in this position of like well the choices i make will directly impact you know some things i'm going to do well and other things um i'm not going to do well she's chill like there's going to be times where she's going to hate me and she's going to criticize me so thoroughly more so than than anyone has ever criticized me before is that not what we do with our parents like we we have to see the world from through them and therefore question everything see everything all of that kind of stuff so um so the choices i make you know, it will directly impact that. And I I don't want to be the greatest parent of all time. I don't have that urge of like, I want to be, you know, number one dad guy. Um, and I, and, but I, I want, the, I'm, what I'm trying to figure out, what I'm questioning is what kind of parent do I, I guess I want to be? Like, how do I want to go about this thing? What really are my, my values here? I think at the end of the day, I could intellectualize it and think about it and plan for it all I want, but it's kind of already just, you know, written in the clouds um, um, already. So just kind of what choice do you really have? I get that impression a lot, but... I think the the number one value, the one thing that I want to make to really check check in with and make sure and do my best to pull off is just to be present with her as much as possible in her life. As far as spending time together, but spending like real time together and and communicating and and listening and actually being there. Not just, it's easy to be in the same room as someone, but are you really um, on level with them? That's what I want to do. Um, that's what I want for us. Everything else, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what else to, um, let me change the mic here. Is that better? I don't really know what else I can that's the number one thing. That's all I'm saying. Um, and so, so what does it mean to be a good parent? I think it's the, the ability to do that. Everything else, I don't really know what to say about it. It's all too up in the air, but just to make sure I'm spending that quality time with her. The, the pitfall for me is going to be like, am I spending too much time on my computer making my videos, writing my poems, um, stressing out about whatever art thing. I'll lose myself in that. Um, and that's what that's where my attention will go uh, inevitably, but but how do I make space for her in all of that? That's gonna be the, I feel like that's my challenge.
from from now until forever at this point. The other thing I wrote down, I just wrote down the word poems. What does that mean? I think I just wanted to, you know, talk about this, like, like, what the fuck am I doing writing these poems all the time? What's, and I, I probably talk about this at least, you know, pretty often on this here podcast, but, oh yeah, look at this. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. It's kind of weird on the, my hands upside down. I'm trying to show on the camera this, uh, I don't think it's going to come up. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, there, it's upside down, but, uh, <laughs> the, I just wanted to show it, I, um, on my, my Apple watch here, I was playing around with it and, um, there's like a, for the, the watch faces, like the way it can look, um, I put a picture of Nora on there and so now I have this nice picture of my daughter on my on my wrist watch here and uh it's very nice so i just feel the need to show it off to uh, you know everyone um the poems writing poems what what why why with the poems all the time i'm so uh, i find it I don't know if it's like shameful or embarrassed or something in that that world to be like you know poems that word is just so weighty and seems so outdated and silly and I just it drives me nuts for some reason and I'm I'm not over it and it just it's I'm in my head about about what that means about the cheesiness of it right about how like it's just such a cheesy thing. But then again, like the fact that it's so cheesy, the fact that it's so lame makes me fall in love with it again um, as well. Not in a, necessarily an ironic way, but in a, um, it's almost like it's so odd. It's such an odd, they're so, poems are so weird. It's the weirdest form of writing ever. Um, it ser- the, the purpose it serves is so ambiguous. Um, you're just like making fucking word art. And uh, it's, it's, their poems are just these random, they're random for the most part. I think, um, but for some reason, it's just this like form that I've been um, really that I've just gravitated towards for forever. And I don't even think I write like, I wouldn't like say my poems are even that good. Like they're not, they're just like, they're not that good, but, uh, but they're, they're just what kind of, it's just what I do, I guess. And, uh, I guess I just I, I would love to find an angle to get out of my head about about it about being like seeing them as you know okay we were at the coffee shop yesterday we we're getting a cup of coffee and like they had like this like flyer and it's like poetry night at whatever venue like open mic poems I'm just like oh my god <laughs> like it's just so like I'm, I I would there's nothing there's few things I would rather n- not how do, how do I say that properly I would hate to go to that event I would hate to perform at that event I would hate to be in the audience the the fact that it even exists I'm like for some reason I'm just like god it's so brutal it's so tacky but meanwhile I'm like I read one of these fucking things a day and it's like my life depends on it I think um, the form of them were great on trying to write novels, short stories, long form prose, um, and applying that to video in some way. 
is uh, doesn't really make doesn't work because they're too long and complicated. But applying these by the fact that they're short and reading them on a podcast here um, and having them having it on the the video form and YouTube, it actually works. They're short enough, so that's that. That's also working in my favor. That said, I think I was writing these things for about two, two or three years in this in this form and this like writing one a day kind of thing um, for a few years before I was you know integrating all this video stuff. So, did I do a, any conclusion to it? No, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's it's what it is, and I just gotta like really get over myself um, at some point. And I, I don't know what the discomfort is. Really, I don't get it, but it's there. Um, n- I'm next week, a milestone on that level, um, I'll have written the 900th poem in this with this daily process that's crazy for me to still feel this this neuroses and this discomfort coming up to 900 and i'm not even i feel like i'm just getting started with it i feel like i'm actually just being like okay i feel like i'm starting to know what what i'm doing a bit more so you know we're all fucked up um there's my intro. Um, how did I? How did I do? Through the last week, I also wanted to. I'm like, I want to make the sh- the podcast better. I want to like make. I just want to do better on this show. And um, I don't. I don't know how. I, I, this is, I guess, where I'm at. I was like trying to sit and write. I'm like, how can I? Maybe I should structure it like, okay, let's do an intro part and then let's do this. And I don't know, segments, try to plan for it a bit, but nothing, I didn't really come up with anything that interesting. Um, I'm just like, I'll just do it as I do it. Just just don't overthink it. It's, it's, it's really just about sitting with the microphone, doing this long take, allowing myself to unload all of my thoughts and to just you know it's a it's a DIY therapy session um, can't worry about really anything about it it's just not something this is for let's read some poems but it's good I'm happy I'm actually having a great time this is awesome this is uh, feeling good about this this episode, last episode, I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck am I doing here? But today, feeling pretty good. So, here's my book. Let's see if the focus works. Come on. Six new poems, July 2nd to July 7th, by me. Number one. She's trying on all kinds of expressions, it's called. I'm sitting here with my daughter sleeping in her bassinet. I have often sat to write and have been been unable to think of most anything other than myself. And now I'm wondering what I can write for her. What can I write that will be helpful for her or that will mean something to her? I think that all I can do for her is to try to write authentically. To not to try to be more than what I am. That is what she's been teaching me, sleeping in her bassinet. Or this morning when I held her and we looked out the window together, I saw that she is complete. And I hope that she doesn't feel the need to be more than that. That is how I felt. Somehow I felt the need to be extraordinary. And in doing so, I lost sight of myself. She's beginning to wake up now. She's trying on all kinds of expressions, stretching her arms and squeaking. 
I want her to know that she is enough and always will be. Um, I'm just making a little correct grammatical correction. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. The, so this is what I was thinking about. Like this whole format of like, okay, I'm going to read the poem and then I'm going to talk about the poem and then I'm going to criticize the poem. It's like, in a way, I kind of just, I'm like, should I just read the poem and then shut the fuck up and move on to the next one? Or do I need to, to judge judge them? Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, that, was, that wasn't that good. Maybe I should try again. It's like, how do I... Like what do you what do I do with these things? Um, just read them, move on. They they say everything that needs to be said. I think I would. This is a. Um, all of this is, um, is really really good. I'm very pleased with that. I guess that I've been having trouble finding doing the endings ending poems it's like um there it's hard to to end a poem in a way that is i guess climactic or like okay like going through the poem and then getting to some big ending like oh like kind of you know like in a in your traditional story it's like your your story climax the big the big firework ending but so we're used to that kind of momentum um you know if you've ever had sex before you might know you know <laughs> yeah you know it's sex is, is a crazy thing once you have a kid for, for the reason that you're like wow all of that experience whatever since you were fucking 12 years old or whatever as soon as you like developed like your sex drive and and all of that all and everything that happened from then until when you had a baby it's like this is what that was this is this is where that led <laughs> it's 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 bizarre it's like a really it's fucking hilarious um the two seem i don't know it's something to it's a funny thing fresh water go to your kitchen sink and turn on the tap to the coldest setting and pour yourself a glass this today's episode is sponsored by tap water get some and if you don't have a house find a public sink <laughs> there's gotta gotta have a glass of water every once in a while if nothing the if nothing the purpose of this podcast is for me to sit and be calm enough to drink a glass of water that's the best thing <sighs> ending poems right so so as much as I tr I'm, it's almost like I'm trying to like not be so you know there's so much kind of learning and, and I guess like wisdom that comes around having a, a baby being around this baby But there's also like, and this is all the good stuff I'm talking about in this poem of like, she's like such a complete, natural kind of perfect being, right? But then the night falls. <laughs> and um, I don't know, I was reading, Miriam sent me this thing um it's like kind of message a reddit thing these people were talking about like 
um, dealing with their newborns and holy fuck, this is crazy and all this kind of stuff. And it was really relatable and, and they were in, in it, they were talking about like the, the hormonal response that people that we have when the baby cries and it's like, it works on men and women and it just kind of brings you to your knees and just defeats you their cry it just like breaks you down makes you like sends you to like the core your core in this really this crazy way i want to i gotta write about that this week i think i write about it later in, in these poems i'm sure it gets there but this is the this is like the good stuff now i want to talk about that Okay, next one. Learn how to write. It seems that I have to learn how to write again. Not that I ever really knew. I'm off in a cloud somewhere, wiping milk off our baby's cheek. I thought of a joke today while I was eating a hot dog that I had microwaved. I don't understand why everyone got so mad at the creator of Harry Potter for saying what she did. I thought she was JK. I was happy to sit and eat that hot dog while thinking of that joke. It's quiet for now. Everyone is fed and sleeping. I suppose this time to sit and be with my thoughts is all I ever wanted from writing. It doesn't always matter if it's 10 minutes or 10 hours. I'll take what I can get and write for myself. Um, the, I wrote that after, uh, I think, one of the first like hard, hard episodes we had, where it was like, I was like trying to get, trying to take care of the baby while trying to edit no, Miriam was taking the baby while I was like, couldn't pull myself away from my, I was trying to pull myself away from my work, but I was like, in my head, I was still with the work. She was trying to wind down for the night, you know, do her, her nighttime routine with the, you know, just get ready for bed. And, and we were just confused and frustrated and it was all fucked up and like, I don't know. And meanwhile, I'm like, hadn't I wanted to write my little poem here and then finally we got the baby down I went downstairs to eat and uh maybe we were so tired I don't really remember it's all kind of a blur but um the main point I think is like similar to like re rethinking how this podcast is done um how do I write in this new world really how how what do i want to write for who do i want to write for what's what's kind of the deal and sometimes all you get is um a couple minutes to just organize your thoughts and write something dumb like this and that joke is so stupid and i'm sure it's got to have been like i don't know fucking such a dumb joke it's completely unoriginal i'm sure like there's like memes about it or something on the internet but at the moment for whatever reason downstairs i was thinking about about it learn how to write little little poem there all right it just isn't apple season most of the apples in the bag that i bought soft and bruised I thought I'd picked a good bag but apparently I hadn't it just isn't apple season my mom-in-law said she's been more focused on oranges and watermelon lately and rightfully so I'm looking at one of these apples again I've sliced away the bruising and in the background I hear my daughter screaming which is a phantom cry it took a long time to calm her this evening. At first, it seems cute when she screams profusely, and then it seems funny, and then it becomes sad and I get angry. 
It seems that she needs to sense my defeat in order to become calm. She screamed until I did not think about writing or work or my haircut or anything. Eventually, I lay her on her back and balanced her on my stomach and gave her my pinky finger. Once she knew I had surrendered my full attention to her, she became quiet and I felt the gas bubbling in her stomach as she slept. What did you think having a daughter was going to be? She asked me. I lay there defeated until my wife returned from her bath. That's a good one. I like that poem. Um, there's one tense change that was a kind of fucked up, but I'm, it's this line. At first it seemed cute when she screamed profusely. I think, no, how it's written is at first it seems cute when she screams profusely, but it, um, the tense changed from the before, who fucking cares, like, you know? Um, but this is good. I think this was the, this is the poem. I, I liked reading that, and, uh, it's good. It just is an apple season. That's a great poem. And here it is. On the camera. <laughs> it just is an apple season. Fuck no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Oh no! There was two more... Holy shit. There's two more parts to it. Look, there's two more, there's four more lines. Um, okay, so usually on the computer, I just scroll until the cows come home. I literally defeated until my wife returned from her bath. And when I went downstairs for an apple, I remembered what my mom-in-law said earlier. It just is an apple season. I don't know. I think that, I think that was a... I think it should end at that part. All right. Yeah. So, so when I was talking earlier about endings and trying to sort it out, um, I was like, a, a lot of the time, what I'll do with the, um, I'll like tie the thought back to the beginning, as like kind of a whatever thing. Um, I'm just gonna X that shit out. I'll delete it. But that I think that ends on a on a good note. So maybe the the one thing I've done for for many many poems throughout the while is feeling the pressure of the ending to like t put a ribbon on it to tie it up and bring it back to the beginning or something. But maybe it's, maybe I should let myself walk away at the moment of realization. Uh, the moment where, like, find that natural, like, peak, and then just walk away. Instead of needing to resolve everything and, like, really land land the ship in a in a safe way safe way grocery store I used to go to back home yeah that makes sense don't try to end things don't be such a fucking bitch about endings don't be a pussy about fucking just letting it go. You don't need to, who are you trying to impress with these endings, with these big realizations, with this like, and then I realized that the world is unfair um, and justice will never be restored. Fuck off. This is the way it's done. <laughs> All right. What's next? Okay, this I remember this one. Right, 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 right. Okay, so let's see. I got one, two, 
three more. That was three. We got three more on the docket here on this week's episode. This is great. I think having this little paper booklet, so cute and very satisfying. And uh, yeah, let's keep, let's, let's, this was a good idea. Reading, all, I was so, you know, I was like reading off the computer and like the computer mouse and all this shit. And then I'm like, I can see myself on the screen. Well, cause it's recording and technicalities and stuff. And this way it's like, I'm actually not looking at myself. I'm not, it's better. This is better. It's a great setup. I'd even go farther away from the computer, but my cables aren't long enough. I'll figure it out next time. I guess I could just put the camera there and I could kind of come over here. But then I'm facing the computer again. I don't know. Fucking good. It's a incremental change, but this was good. Do you, I don't even know if I'm, what I'm saying makes any sense. <laughs> um... This is a poem called A Devil and a Monkey. I once went to visit you when you moved to Los Angeles. You wore your red fleece sweater and we went to the grocery store to look at snacks. While we walked there, you thought it was funny to pretend that you were going to cut my head off. We have a baby now. She is lying on my legs while you were in the bath. She began to cry. So I held her and she told me that she is unsure if she wants to be a devil or a monkey. I told her that to be a person you have to be both a devil and a monkey. She stopped crying then. We looked at one another and I, and I saw her face in a new way. Eventually you returned from the bath and you took her. You were buying a new stopper for the bath on the internet because ours doesn't actually fit. We've been in love for some years now. I still feel like you are my new girlfriend, even though you are my wife. Um, that's, I like, it seems like I'm writing the <laughs> in this new world in season two of the Earwig Review, um, which I actually thought of changing the name of the podcast to Six New Poems. I thought that would be a lot more clear. Um, six new poems because really that's what it is every week I read six new poems six new poems that's the uh, that's what this actually is um, which is very clarifying I think I did some uh, it's nice to the, the that phrase kind of stuck with me anyway um, it seems like when, when Miriam's in the bath, that's when I'm like spending my time, uh, writing these poems and this week, it's kind of the, the new world of it. And, uh, and I was thinking about when I, yeah, I went to visit her, this was like early in our relationship. It was like, um, and we were walking down the street and she just kept like, <laughs> know what the fuck she was doing. But every time like a car would pass, she'd be like, "I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna cut your head off and murder you." And it's like she kept saying all this like insane shit, um, and it was very funny. It was hilarious. And then she would, and then the car would pass, and then she'd just like act normal. She'd be like, "Oh, like that," and then another car would go. So she was just, you know, we were just hyper and you know messing around. And uh, and I think for some reason when I was with my with our kid and I was remembering that side of Miriam and seeing the, I was like, I was reminded of that playful kind of just uninhibited silliness. Um, and I saw it in our daughter, I guess for a sec there. And, uh, one thing that's been fun. I've noticed that done this a couple of times is like inside of the world of the poems, um, Nora's allowed to talk. She she kind of has, she can say things that make sense, which is really great. I think um, 
you know, I was talking a lot of shit about these poems in the the beginning of the show today, but that's that's one thing you can definitely do in a poem is like infants can talk and this is this is that's great. There's also like the realization of like like I don't know, it's not a realization but <sighs> something about um the still having like a romantic relationship with your wife um while um in the the throes of raising a baby we're we're doing fine but that way i think it's only been 2 weeks um but you know my fr- i got this friend and every time i when i see him he does this fucking <laughs> He's like, he's making fun of me. He's like, welcome to the earwig review. And then he goes. Today, my cat was a cat. Thank you. <laughs> he does this impression of me. And, um, and he's so right. I, I don't know why I have to, when I take a sip of anything, I'm like, Just move away from the mic, asshole. Sit from here. Let's see. Here's about a foot. Mm. Still pretty bad. Maybe I maybe I just sip too loudly and I'm an asshole. But um, whatever. He's a bastard. Um, but it's it's hilarious, and uh, and he's so right. The. Um, yeah. Devil and a Monkey, good poem, and uh, and writing the second person—that's what it what it was. There's one more. I had another thing I totally got sidetracked from, but writing in the second person um, is uh, was interesting. Maybe I should I should let myself do that. And the and it's true, like. Oh, this is what it was. Um, for me, like, I'm really lucky. Like, I am very happy in my marriage, in my relationship with my wife. I don't, like, sit around stewing about it. But in the past, you know, long-term girlfriends I've had, like, I kind of, um, I kind of hate them, you know? Like I have, I'm so critical. I've been so critical of people I've been with, um, to my own detriment more than theirs. But it took me a long time to figure out how to know myself well enough to find someone that, that I actually liked, not that I wanted, that I thought would. I don't know what. There's so many. It's a big, obviously. There's a lot there, but. Uh, I can if I had a, a kid with in that state with people with someone who I if I didn't know myself before having a kid not that you know that's like a definitive statement that doesn't really make sense um but the younger versions of myself in the relationships that weren't they were shitty they were doomed they were doomed relationships that'd be really hard I'm like Jesus on top of all the difficulties of like raising a kid and then also being in a marriage or like a relationship that's fucked up. Holy fucking shit. Um, and just like, I don't know, we're, I'm, I'm really, I'm so happy to be with my wife. And, and this is the, the, I guess the, how this poem ends. I still feel like you're my new girlfriend, even though you're my wife. She's my longest relationship, but I still feel like she's the new one. Which I think is like, I'm, I'm, uh, it's really good. (laughs) I feel like I'd love to talk to, if I was to go back into therapy, I, for some reason, I I feel I want to talk about that. I'm like, what is that? What's the, uh, they're like, well, you should just, why do you have to think about what it is? I'm like, I don't know, because it's interesting. I'm like, what is that? 
feeling. It's such a, it's so unique. What is that about? Um, so that's good. I, I'm happy with the way that was written and, and all. Right. Okay. Um, an impossible and chronic feeling. Even though I'm writing, I find myself wishing that I had more time to write. It is an impossible and chronic feeling. I forget how to write in a way that feels satisfying. This weekend, I will print the poems I wrote this week, including this one. I will sit in my chair and I will read them. I will think about the difference of what they say and what they intended to say. I will try to accept them for what they are, and then I will move on to writing a new one. Maybe it isn't about having time to write. Instead, it's about having the focus. I suppose the advice I want to give myself is this. Do what you can. Do what you can focus on. Everything else is bullshit. Um... Yeah, a little meta. I think the truth is like, I was so burnt out before writing this. I was like, my my, my brain, I just finished an edit of um, the latest video, which is pretty a good one actually. Um, check it out on, on YouTube. Um, it is called The First Week of Your Life. And um, and it's about baby Nora and, and just kind of a journal of, of our first week with her. Um, and I just, and the edit of that was like, took a lot of, a lot of work. And, uh, and I was really beating myself up with it. I was like, I don't know why I, I just, I don't know if I felt like it was good enough or something, but I was kind of, um, being tough on myself with it or whatever. I was trying to make it good, you know, and and that's usually a kind of a uh, um, when you're trying to make things good, you have to kind of hate yourself. <laughs> um, you know, nothing I haven't talked about quite a bit on. Uh, the old show here before um but uh and i think i was also thinking a lot about how this changes i was gonna make for this show and and again like having like the big stress in life always pre-baby and and post-baby is always going to be like i wish i need time to write i need twenty thousand hours straight to write or else i'll never get to do it right um but it isn't about that time is what i've realized i mean of course it is but the focus is what matters and what i knew that i didn't have when i wrote this particular poem was focus so good to write not the best poem um read out loud all right we got one more for this week from afar, it is only an ear. One day, I would like to buy a special type of lens for my camera. It is a type of lens that makes it so that you can look at things extremely closely. I was thinking about it because earlier this week, when we were out on a walk, my wife filmed my ear to show all of the wax in it. You could see it okay, but I wonder what it would have been like if we had a special macro lens. It is good to look at things as closely as possible. It is a good way of appreciating what might, what might seem, what may seem mundane. From afar, it is only an ear, but looking closely, there is a lot to find. Yeah, I like the title. From afar, it is only an ear, but it's really just a um, another iteration of the day of the the poem from before. I think both of these poems are trying to do the same thing like I'm trying to focus I'm trying to like get my shit together because my whole life has been obliterated by um, baby Nora so 
so nothing to really get into there. Um, and writing about writing, writing about making movies, it's something I'm like, it's such a big part of my life that I like to write about it. And sometimes I feel the need, but it's hard to pull off sometimes. And I think those two poems at the end were not that good, but I was also really kind of just fucked. Um, but I got some good ones out of this week. And uh, that's the issue. There it is once more time. The new book of six new poems um, that we read. So, and there you go. 51 minutes yet again. Another episode of the Earwig Review. Thank you for listening and um, and I just hope that whatever phase of life that you're in, whatever's whatever the variables are, whatever's going on, just carve out the time to do the work that's important to you make your art write your poem just do the fucking thing and and get out of your own way and just fucking do it don't be a bitch just even if it's five minutes in the day just just do that that one little little thing and um and that's that's what that's important it's very important that you figure that out and that i um uh, me talking in the second person right now but that that i just keep moving along doing what i can so thank you all the best see you again next week